Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I have a very special guest with me to help me break down this week's Money in the Bank card live from London, England, Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern. This gentleman is a lifelong wrestling fan. He's also a fellow podcaster, and his podcast is called Autism Rocks and Roll. He is no other than Sam. Sam, welcome to Radio Free Professional Wrestling. How are you doing? Hey, brother. Good to be here. So, Sam, tell us about your very first wrestling match you saw. Well, I was just average wrestling fan, really scrolling through the channels. My first match was Sheamus versus Wade Barrett in a tables match, and just hit off. Then it has been stuck growing set. So, Sam, who is your favorite wrestler of all time? Mick Foley, who I got to meet and are I'm actually friends with. That's cool. I really like Mick Foley. I remember him as Cactus Jack because I've been a wrestling fan since I was nine, which was like 1989. So I remember him versus Sting as Cactus Jack, and I was like scared to death of Mick Foley. Well, believe it or not, he's actually not that scary in real life. Nicest person you'll ever meet. Coming into this Money in the Bank card, which match are you looking forward to the most, Sam? Oh, well, it's got to be the Money in the Bank, man. That's probably one of my... um favorite matches of all time in wrestling or stipulations is the money in the bank you know some funny story i like this concept for a match i went to the very first wrestlemania where they didn't have it it started in a wrestlemania tradition i went to the one in atlanta it was the very first year they decided to make it a pay-per-view so i didn't see this match live i was like dang it darn <laughs> but let's start there let's start with this men's money in the bank match we got ricochet versus shinsei nakamura versus la knight versus santos escobar pete dunn damian priest and they added logan paul in at the 11th hour and i got a feeling that logan paul might actually win this sucker i don't know how people want to feel about it but sam Who's winning this? Well, I think you're right. Logan, my opinion with Logan Paul is he's a great athlete. I have respect for him because of going from another sport to another sport. I think what celebrities can actually get their butt in the ring and do well, it's impressive. But I think Logan Paul is a little bit overrated. A little bit. But I can see Logan Paul winning. But I'll be honest with you, my dad and I want L.A. Knight to win. You know, my heart wants to go that way, too, because Eli Drake slash L.A. Knight, he's been around for a good while. I marry him in impact wrestling he had a good run at nwa when nw was first starting back up and it was really hot before the pandemic and this organic like uplifting of la night lately on raw and smackdown is coming out of nowhere but this guy is uber talented yeah i, I was funny when i watched him get cheered on that raw when he was going to be the bad guy but yeah i was going what <laughs> la night i thought that was kind of funny i think we're both thinking the same way that if it's not Logan Paul, it should be L.A. Knight because I feel like he, well, for one, his age. He, if you're going to have L.A. Knight have a main run, we need to do it now because you don't know how long he's going to stay with the WWE. But I keep drifting back to Logan Paul because Seth Rollins is the champion right now. If he, if Seth stays the champion, it makes more sense to me that Logan has this briefcase and he catches in on Seth somewhere down the road. True, and I feel like Logan Paul will be a champion one day, and she might become more sooner than expected. Exactly, Sam. So while we're talking about these uh, Money in the Bank matches, let's just go ahead and slide over to the women's one, because we got Selena Vega, Becky Lynch, Zoe Stark, Bailey, Eel Sky, and Trish Stratus. Who's coming out of the women's Money in the Bank match with the briefcase? Well, I don't see it being Becky, Trish, or Zoe, because they're in the midst of a rivalry, and I feel like to add the money in the bank would be kind of weird. So in my opinion, it's going to be Selena, Bailey, or Io. See, I can see it coming down to like Bailey and Io both be on those ladders, both of them having a hand on the briefcase. And this is where they split up damage control. And it could be either way. I got a feeling that it's going to be Bailey being the one push Io off the ladder to get the briefcase. Or Io pushing Bailey off. Yeah, that could happen. 
you know, some, another way I can see this match coming out is if you're going to go down this, down this road with Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus, why not have Trish have the money in the bank briefcase and at SummerSlam, Becky shouts Trish for that briefcase and she wins it off Trish. That could work, but I still I still think it made more sense to go with Zelina, Bailey, or EO. You know, Sam, I really want to see Selena Vega have a nice little run here and having her in the LWO with that briefcase, that could be fun because I have seen Selena Vega since her days in TNA. Wow. Okay, Sam, let's go over to the third match that I have on the card here. And it's a match where it's two second generation wrestlers. One of them is like uber hot heel and dominant Mysterio. And Sam, I don't believe I would be saying this like 12, like 12 months ago. I mean, like, you're telling me that Dominic Mysterio is the biggest heel in this company, but he's facing the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. So, who do you want to win this match? Well, I mean, I think what's going to happen here is it would make sense for Cody Rhodes to win, but in my opinion, I think what's going to happen is Brock Lesnar's going to show up again because I think they got some unfinished business. So, in my opinion, Brock's going to show up, get behind the ref's back, F5 Cody, Dominic Mysterio takes advantage over the advantage, hits him, and they say, you know, we got Dominic even more heel, even more heat by saying I beat Cody Rhodes clean. You know, Sam, I got a feeling that you're right. I got a feeling that Brock is going to make that nice little jaunt over to London to show up for about maybe five minutes, beat the living heck out of Cody, and here is this really coward, chicken shit heel, Dominic Mysterio, just serving it all up, and he's going to lay, lay on Cody one, two, three, and he's going to like, I just beat the best person in the world, and he's going to be even a bigger heel. That's the right thing. And I think to me, that would make the most sense. If you want to build Dominic up more. Oh, yeah. It's too early to beat Dominic Mysterio. I mean, he's just in the middle of this mega heat as a hill. You know, honestly, I don't think Cody's the person to beat him. I think you just save this for somebody else. I agree with you. Okay, Sam, let's go over to the fourth match. We're going to the Raw World Heavyweight Championship match. It's Seth freaking Rollins versus Finn Balor. This may be the best match on paper for Bunny in the Bank. All right, and I agree, but who's going to win, you're probably asking? Well, here's my opinion. I'm going to go on a shift shaft, like either way. I agree with Seth. If Finn brings the Judgment Day Finn, then he doesn't have a chance against this set. But if Finn brings the Finn that we saw back in 2016, then he does have a chance. See, I still think this is the summer of Seth Rollins, and that I want to see Finn have a title run, but I just don't see this would be the moment where Finn is going to win this. I feel like Seth is going to have a good match here. He's going to keep this title on to SummerSlam and maybe face somebody else, but... Finn Balor is not going to carry a day here, so I'm going with Seth freaking Rollins for the win. And if, Finn, and if Finn's going to have a title run, he needs to go back to the way he was in 2016, because that Finn Balor was pretty good. The Judgment Day Finn Balor, he's good, but he's not great. You know, Sam, I really feel like he's kind of faded to the back of Judgment Day, because, I mean, Damian Priest seems like the uber babyface that they're going to kick out eventually. And Rhea and Dominic, they seem like to be the mega stars of the group. No, I don't think Dominic is. He's probably not with Finn, but the star ranking with Judgment Day is Finn, least of the greatest. It's Finn, Dominic, Damian, Rhea. I agree with you. Rhea is like a mega star. This run of the Judgment Day has done wonders for Rhea. And I mean, like, she's probably the second biggest personality in WWE right now. You could literally say she might be above Becky Lynch at this point. No, oh, and Rhea, he even say right now, she's going to some of the legends. Like, Rhea always reminds me of China. 
Like, you know, like when Ty used to mess around with the men, like body slam the men and push them with the ring post. That's what Rhea reminds me of. And I think sometimes, wow, that's what I like. The women who mess around with the men. Exactly. I mean, it's believable when you look at Rhea Lippie, like, yeah, like there's 80% of this male roster in the WWE or NXT that she can literally beat the heck out of. Oh, yeah. I mean, easily. I mean, I could see you going against Brock Lesnar. You know, that would be like the immovable object versus a real citizen force and i just don't know where you would go with that but it'd be kind of interesting to watch yeah maybe not roman reigns that's one that he she probably couldn't go against but i can see ricochet see who else i can think about top of my head here seamus mcintyre you know so there's a good interesting name for you do we see drew mcintyre make his return to wwe at money in the bank or do you think he won't show up with the card Ooh, that's a great question. Um, no, in my opinion, from a business standpoint, they need to wait until SummerSlam to hold him up. And then if Drew comes Drew comes out, that could be a SummerSlam moment. Now, in my opinion, there are rumors that he's going to turn heel. And usually with Drew, I like him as a baby face. But I think it's time for him to make that shift. And if we're going to wait till SummerSlam, that could be a SummerSlam moment. Now, if he goes back as a baby face, hey, I'm cool with that too because Drew's an awesome baby face and it probably will still be a SummerSlam moment, but it'll be a small SummerSlam moment. You want to make it a big one? Turn the guy heel. You know what? You're right, Sam. I don't want to see Drew pop up at Money in the Bank unless he's gone down the road as a baby face because that crowd is going to cheer him so much and it would make the rest of the show kind of seem flat if he does the heel turn there. Just save him to SummerSlam and then we can have that on American soil and then we could be off to the races with a heel Drew McIntyre. Yeah, I think it's time to revert that heel character back. But you know, Sam, if he's going to go heel, I want Shattered Dreams to be his theme. I want to go back to that song by... Broken want, Dreams? Yeah, Broken Dreams. Uh, I want to go back to Broken Dreams as his theme. Yeah, because that is amazing. Oh, no, I feel like that got his psychopath theme. da 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 With the bagpipes. Sounds more of him as a heel. Now, maybe a baby face, though. That could work, but a heel? I don't know about that. Okay, I'll I'll let you have this point. I'll give you the point here that other things on probably is better. Maybe this is because I've been watching Drew forever. I just kind of fell in love with his first theme song. Yeah, I do too. I mean, I like both of his songs. I download them both on iTunes, but when you put it, if you're going to go the babyface route, you could use that as an inspiring, like your dreams are broken. But if you're going to go heel, you can't use a inspiring theme song as a for a heel. Unless you're Sami Zayn, which I don't know how that worked out still. I think Sami just does things and people just, they want to cheer and they want him to succeed. So they're just like, it's Sami Zayn, so we're just going to go with it. So Sam, let's go over to another match. It's the IC title match. It's Gunfer versus Matt Riddle. Do you see Matt Riddle being Gunfer, being the person to dethrone this mega champion in Gunfer? No, I think it's Gunther. I, and plus, I like Gunther. I think I liked him when he was Walter better, personally. But when he turned the Gunther, he was still pretty darn good. But I think he is a really good Intercontinental Champion. It Like, he's bringing back the nostalgic, in my opinion, when I watch Gunther do the Intercontinental Championship. Because, as you know, the Intercontinental Champion is referred to as the Working Man's Belt. Which is also my favorite championship because of the re- reference. And Gunther is a working man. I mean, he set himself in an area. He's going to the topper at the bottom. While the Intercontinental Championship is leading you to the top. So... Luther having the Intercontinental Championship shows he's a working man because he's in the middle right now. But trust me, after he loses that Intercontinental Championship, he's going to go to the World Heavyweight Championship, Matt. You know, Sam, I was arguing earlier in the summer that 
they didn't need to add this world title that Sephiroth has because I would have gone to USA Network and went, hey, this gentleman is Godfrey. He's a 6'8 Austrian. Looks like he's chiseled out granite. He's the IC champion. He's going to be on Raw and we're going to make sure he doesn't get defeated for like a year. That's your world champion. It's the IC title. That's not a bad idea. So I'm with you. I feel like this is going to be a good match. I mean, they had matches before in like Progress and WSW. So I feel like this is going to be something the British crowd is going to eat up. But in the end of the day, it's going to be gone for retaining his Intercontinental title. Yeah, that's what I think it is. I th- okay, so let's go over to this interesting match, which I'm not really looking forward to. Sam, it's Ronda Rousey, Shane Baser versus Liv Morgan and Raquel Gonzalez for the Unified Women Tag Team titles. Sam, I wish it was out of a fire and out of dawn here instead of Liv and uh, Raquel. Well, the winner will be Ronda and Shayna. I mean, they're the best they got in the women's tag team for now. But if you build up this new new team with, what's their name, Cadence Catandro and the Cadence, what's what's their name? Oh, you're talking about Tikana Chance and her partner? Yeah, I, yeah, I can see yeah, Liv being the build fun them baby up right, If they build them up right, I think they'll be your new tag team champions eventually. Yeah, I can see that, Sam. And having Ronda Rousey and Shane Baser just run rough shop with these titles for a couple of months might do some repair work on these titles because these titles haven't really meant anything since, I don't know, maybe when uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks had them. Yeah, I agree. And if you, if like you said, if you build up a title eventually, people want to come after Because look at Roman. We won the Universal Championship at first. No one wanted to come after him. But once he started building up a little bit and getting pushes they're like all right now we want him well some of you led me right into the final match it's the bloodline civil war we got roman reigns and solo sakola versus the usos so this is the first match since the super kit that was heard around the world do the usos carry the day here or does roman get this a small spit of revenge here well, first of all, I wouldn't refer that super kick around the world as the super kick heard around the world. No, Sean and Marty, that was the super kick heard around the world, man. Well, true, Sam. Fair point. Fair point. I'll give you that. But your winner, it's going to be the bloodline because the Usos are great, but you can't beat the power of Roman and Solo out. You, you know what, Sam? You're right. I feel like Roman and Solo here need this win so we can take you the bloodline viewed here into SummerSlam and into the fall. So let me ask you this question, Sam. Who's the person to take the title off of Roman? I mean, there's a lot of possibilities, man. Um, we have The Rock. I think The Rock is a candidate. I still think Cody Rhodes has the potential. Even though he lost at WrestleMania 39, he could be on the John Cena story where he loses. He wins the Royal Rumble again, and then he wins the title. That's a that's an option. Let's see. Who else? Maybe it's Solo. See, Sam, that's where I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's going to be one of the family members that Roman has in the group right now. And for a while, I thought it was Jimmy. Then I went to Jay. But the more you think about it, I think they're building Solo up to be the person that turns on Roman and make the new, like, monster heel. If you can flip Roman back babyface and have Solo as the heel. That's going to be hard to do because Roman's such a better heel. I think Solo would be better as this monstrous babyface. Yeah, I can see your point there, Sam. I think Solo being the silent killer babyface would be kind of fun to watch. I think so, too, because... I think we, 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 they don't have that anymore. I know we have some silent killers, but they were all heels. I don't think we've had a silent killer that's a baby face. Not in a while, because they all they want now in the modern WWE is for their baby face to be like that spokesperson. They have to be good on the mic. And I know Solo can talk, but he's not the greatest. And I'm going to like, he doesn't need to talk. Look at this dude. Do you want to face this dude in an alley? No. No. 
Or don't forget, we have LA Knight. I mean, it is a possibility that your person who beats Roman is LA Knight or Logan Paul. Ooh, you know, I would love to see Roman Reigns versus LA Knight. This is the promo battle that could be. That would be freaking awesome, Sam. Yeah, it would be cool. Okay, Sam, you host Autism Rots and Row. It's an amazing show. Can you tell us about it? Yeah, so while well, I am a pro wrestling fan, also on the autism spectrum, so the podcast and my main work is Autism Rocks and Rolls, and it's a podcast about autism and how we cope with daily struggles that you may or may not understand. I rant since October 2019, and I'm nearing 8K downloads. Some of the biggest guests I've had are Dr. Temple Grandin, professional wrestler Mick Foley, along with many others. And I have also have a nonprofit because it's grown so much with the Board of Eight. I do local events in Indiana, which is where I'm from. And international speaking, I've spoken in Oklahoma, Orlando, Canada, Washington, D.C., and Stewart, Florida. That's cool. I've been listening to the last couple of episodes. It's just amazing how you just explain autism to somebody who, like me, who doesn't have it. I understand a lot. It gives you a new perspective on autism and people with autism. You know, and in my opinion, I mean, it's growing too from 1 in 45. Now we're like 1 in 36 and it was now 1 in 29. Exactly. I mean, the population is growing. And I feel like with shows like your, it helps get people to take away the stigma that is autism. It really does because, I mean, just because you're on the spectrum does not mean you can't do it. And that's a big stereotype is those with aut- autism cannot social socialize in the world or they can't get out of bed and go do something. Well, you know something, actually? They're right to an extent. There's some people out there on the autism spectrum that are never going to leave their mom's basement. But that's not everybody on the spectrum. That is a population. I won't deny that. But I still think those in the basement can still do something successful. Just like someone who can go out there and do stuff like I do. Well, Sam, I have enjoyed having you on Radio Free Professional Wrestling. And I look forward to keeping our friendship going and having you back on the show to talk more wrestling. Yeah, man. Anytime. Thanks for having me on, bro. Christina here. On behalf of the guys, thanks for listening. Like the show? Do us a favor and share it with a friend. Have a stunning question? Email it to the show at radiofreeprowrestling at gmail.com. Until next time, this has been Radio Free Pro Wrestling. Stay stunningly.